Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM with the greatest video game radio show in the world. And my name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. Hello, I'm Anne Scantlebury. What? I know. It's been a while, isn't it? Three out of three. It's been a while. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, I had the day off today, so I'm I'm uh, I'm on holiday from the day job. You are radiant, but today. I still came You're in. Glowing. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I had I had a nap, Anne. Oh, <laughs> half one like? till three. Oh my! It was really good. Wait, half one to is that's one. No, one? half half twelve till three. Sorry. Yeah, Two and a half good. hours. Simon, that's very, not a nap. That's good. a sleep. I'm raring to go. Were you confused when you woke up? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know where it's I am. What's going on? Got to check the fax machine. Uh, so that's been good. Uh, what about you guys? What have you been up to? Have you done any napping today? Oh, no naps. No naps today. Uh, it's been, you know, busy day of teaching. Six hours of lecturing on a Monday. Time, isn't it? So really, your students really have been really napping. Intense. Yeah, they have. <laughs> uh, one of them one of them genuinely really? fell asleep front and centre wow. the other day. Snoring? I know. No, he wasn't snoring. Dribbling? He was very, very still. I said his name three times. Did and then you? one of his... Full name? No, just his first Say name. Gently, softly. Whis- Say it now. Whis- whispered. I'm not going to... Simon uh, whispered into whispered into uh, his ear, and um, and then another of the, his student colleagues tapped him on the sh- tapped him on the knee, and he immediately, without missing a beat, said, "I'm not asleep." <laughs> that's the oh, sort of thing I say when yes. my wife wakes me up yeah. snoring. That, I was about to say that's a very dad comment, isn't it? Oh, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't snoring. Just just resting my eyes. I wasn't snoring. Misunderstood. <laughs> Misunderstood the whole thing. How are you, Anne? Uh, yeah, I'm alright. I haven't taken my scarf off yet. I think I'm at uh, risk of overheating. Otherwise, uh, is that new hair you've got? Is it? Is it? <laughs> oh, it's a good subject for radio, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be different from the last time I saw it's very you. Very nice. Thank you, thank you um, for the listener. It's hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I went and saw that Christmas film last Christmas <gasps> last night. Did you? Yeah. 
Everyone's raving about it. What do you think about the George Michael cinematic universe? Oh, the GMC. Yeah. <laughs> the GMC is uh, hopefully expanding. Um, what a wonderful experience. Was it? The women next to me were drunk and they cried. <laughs> it was, uh, there's nothing more festive than that, to be honest. Uh, it's perfect. Yeah, no spoilers. Uh, go and see if, if that's the kind of thing. <laughs> Will there be a sequel? Uh... A Club Tropicana. Exactly. <laughs> a prequel where, this where Christmas. Right, okay. Um yes. Yes, that was a that was a nice time at the lovely um Everyman Cinemas. They've got the uh, sofas in there. Okay, and the bar in the in yeah, and they bring you they bring you booze and food to your seat. Did you uh, I went to see a movie in one of those, nearly fell asleep. In fact I've been to see two. Uh Steve. two movies in in Steve. sofas. Yeah. <laughs> Whisper. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I found it very, very difficult to stay awake during during movies in sofas. Yeah, I think that might be That's you. definitely a dad yeah. thing as well, yeah. isn't it? Good. Good. Well, it's not just that. We're not only three for three in terms of uh, co-hosts. Yeah. We've got uh, guests, plural, what? in the studio. What? Uh, along with handlers in the corner. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's it a full studio today, isn't it? Uh, I'd like to welcome uh, Eva and Gunmi from uh, 1939 Games. How did yeah. I do? Very well, thank you. Nice to meet you. Did I get the? So I, how was how was the pronunciation? Well, you you took the easy way. Seven he, out of ten. He, he's like, seven out of ten, <laughs> okay. definitely. I mean, he's called Gummi, but his name is Gwilmundur. Right, <laughs> you are right. I, I absolutely. We, we could do a lecture on how to pronounce that. But okay, we are well also that's from, why you're we are here. Also, we are also from the country of Eyjafjallajökull. <laughs> ah. I can see why we don't have guests anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get the year right anyway of the uh, of the of the company's name? Nineteen thirty-nine games. Yes. Excellent. Well, good. Well, thank you very much for coming. You've. Uh, it's you've, our pleasure. You, you you flew in today. Yep. Is this your first media appearance? Not our first media appearance, but uh, definitely the first media appearance today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My first uh, appearance on a big radio in a foreign country. I'm oh. slightly nervous, I have to say. Okay, well, it is, it is going to be fine. We're all friends together. Uh, we're going to start the show as we normally do, though, uh, with Anne's News. on Monday the 25th of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. A new study from the University of Chichester has stated that top flight esports players suffer from the same levels of stress as professional football and rugby players. It shows 51 stress factors that pro esports players experience that are similar to IRL sports pros, including trouble communicating with teammates and fear of competing in front of large audiences. The study will be published in the International Journal of Gaming and Computer Mediated Simulations and it is titled Identifying Stresses and Coping Strategies of Elite esports competitors. This can't be uh, much of a surprise because uh, it's a very high-pressured environment, isn't it? That's why you got out of the game, isn't it, Anne? Yeah, I was an early adopter of esports. Uh, had to get out. Couldn't, literally couldn't stand the pressure. You were a competitive and, Fortnite player, weren't you? And, and didn't understand the game. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I played Fortnite one time, came yep. third, which... It's bronze. Pro. Can't, can't get better than that. Literally. Um, and, yeah, I tapped out at that point. It's just very confusing. There's a lot a lot to understand. Um, so I, I 
think one of the reasons this is interesting is because a lot of people think, well, it can't be that hard, it's playing games. That's what I do to relax, isn't it? Isn't that what I do to relax? Play football as well. Yeah. Oh, do you, yeah. No, I don't. No. no, I was interested. I was. Uh, I wasn't paying full attention to your story there. Thank Kat. you. Yeah, I, Good. I, I, I did some googling um, because <laughs> I uh, I recognised the University of Chichester not through my education. Uh, I was stress. Um, it seemed familiar. I worked with them years ago when uh, when we were doing the Guitar Hero games. That uh, they were working with Blondie drummer Clem Burke. Mm-hmm. And they first came to my attention because they did a study saying that professional drummers exert the same uh, stress and physical um, exertion as professional footballers. Do you think they've got one professional footballer at the university (laughs) that they measure everything against? (laughs) It is. Strangers come from the same university, isn't it? It's uh, it's Peter Crouch, presumably. (laughs) He's just there. He's the funniest footballer, isn't he? He's like one unit of footballer that they've got where they measure the perfect footballer from and throw uh, different scenarios at him and see see how how uh, how they get on do either of you guys play esports not esports but uh, we play of course our game a lot and and, and several computer games but uh, we have not been competing in esports not yet okay no i wouldn't because it's very <laughs> stressful <laughs> it's very very stressful I hear apparently it now, so i will avoid that in the future Last week's hot release, Google Stadia, might be a bit too hot. Some players have reported that their Chromecast Ultra devices are getting very, very warm and forcing a system shutdown mid-game. The issue is being reported on the Chromecast Ultra that came with the Founders Edition. A Google rep responded saying, We know any sort of heat on a device can be worrisome, but we can confirm there is no thermal overheating issue with the Chromecast Ultra. You know what they say, Google? Warm hands, cold heart. (laughs) Um, Well, how's this happen then? If some people are saying it happened and Google are saying it didn't happen. So Google, they they went on to say something else. During normal usage, like watching cat videos on YouTube, (laughs) the surface of the device may get warm to the touch, but this is working as designed. I I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, what are the the reports? Like, people presumably haven't, you know, got... Uh, front page post on Reddit by going, my Chromecast Ultra gets warm to the touch. Yeah, uh, it was peop- It was the the overheating forcing system shutdowns mid-game, but also mm-hmm. people sort of saying, yeah, just uh, my... I think someone said, my wife walked into the room and sort of, like, touched it and was so shocked by how hot it was, I then touched it myself and was equally shocked by how very hot it was. Oh, and I had like, to didn't off. trust the wife. No. <laughs> I had to go up. Is it, <laughs> is it really, sweetheart? Also, wow. you have hot. to question their relationship, surely, because the Chromecast is literally hanging out at the back of the telly. Does she check everything? <laughs> Does she check everything as she walks in the room and go... Yeah, because that's strange. That's not normal behaviour, to check, just to walk in the room and just check something that's hanging out the back of the... you don't know how someone's TV setup might be. It might be that you have to, it like, might be walk facing behind. the wall. Yeah, you, no, you might have to walk behind it to get to, I don't know, a different room. Also, you don't know all of the setup. Yeah, that's true, but I'm just... You Who know, are you to determine normal behaviour? Maybe we all do. Yeah. Go in the room. <laughs> just check, check, your check surfaces. Ultras, do, you? do you not touch just your TV you know, do just it. to check it? Well, it's an absolute mess of leads and uh, sockets <laughs> yeah. behind my TV. I'd rather yeah, get I think I would notice if there, were, if there were... I do have a Chromecast Ultra, actually. Why, why do you have one of them? Because I've got a Stadia. <gasps> uh Got one. Got one. How is it? I mean, I don't want to... Uh, preempt the reviews? <laughs> well, no, I do want to preempt the reviews. I'm going to talk about something else. But, um... Uh, you know, I admit that I'm coming from a position of privilege. You've got Virgin, virgin Fibre. Uh, it's the fastest Bloody internet you can get. I know, dark. I know. I'm watching all the cat videos. Um, I've been really impressed with it. Really impressed with it. Now, I'm only playing a couple of games on it. The Are they both Tomb Raider? No, no, they're not, because that's £8, but I already own it. So my uh, slight problem at the moment is that in terms of the games that are available, uh, I own most of them on other formats. So, I've, so all I've been doing is playing Destiny 2, um, and Samurai Showdown very very briefly um, 
I will admit that I understand neither uh, particularly <laughs> well. Um, but first of all, so I set it up on uh, Thursday night. Uh, father-in-law was down, and I said, to, and he, I really like my father-in-law. And that, um, you know, obviously he's from. We, we're generations apart. We got very, very little in, in common. But I get the impression that uh, in between visits, he's sort of reading up on the things that we Aww. might be able to talk about. And so he'd he'd said, oh yeah, I've heard about Google streaming thing. I'm like, okay, well actually, I've got one. I've got one in my bag. Set up really, really genuinely. Uh, straightforward to set up um, and within moments uh, we were playing Samurai Shodan and Destiny again like I say I've not I own Destiny <laughs> I don't play it uh, so I didn't particularly understand what was going on but it looked good um, it you know, ran well enough I know there are a lot of um, reports about it not being true 4k I couldn't tell I'm not Digital Foundry uh, but everything worked uh, Dexter came over at the weekend and uh, he does play Destiny and so I said to him oh I've got a stadium he's like oh, okay go sit down and play and for him he said this is absolutely identical to how he was playing it on his computer okay uh, and he's only he hates everything that I do <laughs> my son does um, and so for him I thought that was a ringing endorsement so yeah I'm really looking forward to you know I've, I've been hovering over Tomb Raider because it's only eight pounds it's only eight pounds at the moment um, but uh, you know something that I am gonna that I understand and that I will play uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, new launches or some new games coming into the Stadia Pro collection but I, you know, I have to say with my you know admittedly limited time with it so far it's been really good a friend of mine uh, who has a Stadia to is that what we say a Stadia is it has Stadia yeah has which one yeah they've sort Anf. of oh they've messed with themselves by getting a plural as a singular name haven't they hmm They've ruined it. The Stadia? Let's go for The Stadia. Yeah. A friend of mine who has The Stadia, the one, uh, he said the problem with Destiny is that you have to play on their servers. Right. It's not cross-play. Yeah. And so you're limited to playing with the other people who have Destiny on yep. Stadia, which is a small subset. Uh, he can't play with his friends anymore, so he's gone back to his PlayStation. Someone on Twitter who follows me said, I saw you in Destiny. Really? So it's, a, it's quite a small club at the moment. I really like it. <laughs> is that nice? Does it mean you could potentially win more easily? Yeah, I don't understand. I really don't understand yeah. what's going on. Have, have have either of you guys played around with Stadia yet? Not yet, but I think it's really interesting. Yeah, really exciting. And uh, I've seen some of our friends have been uh, trying it out, and, and uh, yeah, and it's uh, really cool. Do they have hot Chromecasts? Well, that's good because Iceland is a cold country. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you're in the, you know, you have your media room. Watching telly or playing games, it's warm. You can harness the geothermal energy <laughs> from it. And finally, to conclude our continued reporting on the Pokemon Centre pop-up shop in London, it may now be shut, but don't worry if you're missing your Pokefix, it will return in 2020 to coincide with the Pokemon World Championships, which are being held in London. Perhaps this time they won't have to close early and put limits on purchases, but you can be sure there'll still be huge queues. Let's go and stand outside now, shall we? Yeah. Get well, ready. we don't know where it's going to be yet. Won't it be back at the same place? Uh, Why don't you go there? It's a pop-up shop. It's a pop. It could pop you up anywhere. Could, could be here. We don't know. <laughs> it could be in you. Queue everywhere. That's <laughs> our plan. Uh, so, d- 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 I mean, I don't have any feelings about that. Have you played any Pokemon yet? No, of course I haven't. Um, have you played it, Scans? It's very popular. I'm 48. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a shame you moved, isn't it? Because you would have been quite close right to it. Right opposite. Yeah. yeah. Right, like where it was... Um, and I, you know, as Anne and I know from Taylor Swift gigs past, I do love to queue at a Westfield. Yep. Uh, like, it's one of my favourite hobbies, assuming Taylor Swift's at the end of it, which I don't think she was in this instance. No, unless she was um, hiding in disguise wearing a little bowler hat. That's true. She they that. right up. Are they going to be back, the bowler hat people? No, I think that was, a I think that was a, an ex- a, a thing just for this year, and there'll be, there'll be uh, different things next year. And... 
I mean, this is exciting. It will be the Pokemon World Championships in London in 2020. Forget the Olympics. This is where it's at, right? If the current uh, stereotype uh, or sort of fusion of uh, culture and Pokemon is a bowler hat uh, Pikachu, mm. given the events that are going on at the moment, what do you think next year's would be? Just like a Mad Max Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on fire. Oh, just tins of food being <laughs> thrown around. All right. Uh, so have, have you got any more news stories? I've, I've dug one out. Go on. Rebellion has purchased Zenon and Speedball developer The Bitmap Brothers. Sniper Elite and Strange Brigade developer Rebellion has purchased the brand and portfolio of UK game studio The Bitmap Brothers for an undisclosed fee, says Gamasutra.com. I'm sure it's true. What? Sorry, I'm just telling Simon that uh, microphone he keeps tapping is on. Oh, okay. okay. Like this one. Yeah, that, is it oh, on? That sounds horrible. <laughs> is it on? Do soft, that. Soft <laughs> uh, okay, how much do we think? How much would this have gone for? How much would you buy it for? Well, do we know the amount? Make, Can we do higher? No, no it's undisclosed. Yeah. Oh, it's undisclosed. So, yeah. uh, we know the properties. Okay. Speedball. Gods. Xenon. Xenon. Xenon two. Xenon two. Um, Speedball 2. Oh, that one that's the Chaos Engine. That one. Chaos Engine. Z or Z? Oh, yeah. Any more? That's six. That's six. Six of them. So what do you get six games for these days? Probably in the Humble Bundle for about $15. Right. Twelve. twelve. Yeah, £12. Yeah, £12. Um, why have they done this, then? Why do we think... Oh, Cadaver. That's one, says here. Gods. Cadaver. We've, gods. Done, We've gods. done Gods. We've done Gods. In the corner right. there. Honestly, only contribute. You've got something to add. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the, the um, Rebellion have got previous for this. They buy they? everything, don't they? They like buying things they like. They bought 2000 AD. We'll have that. They did. Said the Kingsley's. Big 2000 AD fans. They bought... The uh, didn't they buy a film studio recently as did well? They? They're going to make some 2000... Maybe they're going to make some bitmap films. <laughs> Eric Matthews was very good looking. Was he? He was, yeah. I they, I mean, they, because it was all that monochrome like but, but they were the first Rockstar, rockstar game they developers weren't shades, they they wore shades <laughs> exactly. the publicity photos yeah. it was only in black and white but uh, yeah it's funny isn't it I mean I think you know you still, I still hear of uh, original members of the Bitmap Brothers that are still working in the industry and, and for me you know they were so influential during a particular time to old men like us or ladies as well I played video games back I'm not then. old though thank you <laughs> um that, uh, but they're like the old professional footballers before the Premier League came in and that um, they were in the industry before it was awash with money and so like they didn't get rich they mm. still need to work and all that so that must be quite a difficult thing to do but if you've got the photos of you in shades it's probably it's probably fine isn't it if you if you're called out as cool and rock stars on one life left it's probably fine do we have any uh, new stories one any? final one one final one uh, okay give me a second there's going to be an official Destiny cookbook. Uh, <laughs> fried chicken dominates the front cover of Destiny, the official cookbook. A genuine recipe book on the slate for release in August 2020. It's not the only video game recipe book, is it? There's, uh, there's definitely cooking the Elder Scrolls way. Big wheel of cheese. Right. And that I was kind about of to say this, this would be, wouldn't be appropriate. I wouldn't have any idea how to cook any no. of these, would I? No. no. Wouldn't understand at all. Anne. Yeah. What about Half-Life? That, yeah, come on. That, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but we, we're just playing it cool, aren't we? We've waited we, years for them to announce a new Half-Life. Yeah, to be honest, I've never... Well, we, did, we announced that we did the rumour last yeah. week. We, right. basically, yeah, we yeah. basically announced it on the show. I think you broken can, it, so... Now we can, we can confirm. 
yeah. Half-Life VR's coming. <laughs> Great, good. Yeah. Um, you excited about that, Simon? Yeah. I started yeah. thinking about getting some, <laughs> getting some more VR. It's pathetic, isn't it? Yeah. Are you, are you in? Well, only for I, I really want an Oculus Quest. Right. Um, so you but, think this might? Oh, but, that's but it's not. not but, but, as, but as we said last week, it's unlikely to. It hasn't been announced for it anyway. But mm. um, that's the VR that I want. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I'm in one way or another. I think I will, you know, find myself with an index and play this game. I'm. I was disappointed, unlike the rest of the internet, to hear this as a full-size title. When someone said someone was uh, someone in the Mariaki Discord was saying, "Oh, I, you know, the one thing I want is want it not to be a three or four hour experience like all these other VR throwaway titles." I'm like, "That's exactly yeah. what I want. I want it to be three or four hours of good content." But apparently, it's bigger than Half Life Two. Mm-hmm. More content. It's not what I want. What about you guys? Are you in? Yeah, if, if it would be Counter Strike VR, <laughs> then I would be in. Well, they haven't announced that yet, have they? Uh, but who knows where this is taken? Valve, you know, they, they received a lot of negative feedback about this. A lot of people saying, "You're just using it to sell your VR hardware. How dare <laughs> you?" You know, but the other people said Valve have always used, you know, their games to push the limits of, of the hardware they're working okay, on. Why Steam? Yeah, um, exists in the first place. And what they really, you know, Half-Life Two was a genre-defining game. Uh, push the boundaries of storytelling in first-person shooters. What really can they do in that medium now that hasn't already been... Put arms in. <laughs> That's a big controversy, isn't it? People want arms. Arms. <laughs> do they want to see Alex's arms? Yeah. Is that the deal? Apparently. Yeah. What watch okay. does he wear? Okay, is that it? I think that's everything. All right, thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scamford-Berry. We're going to have to fill for a moment. I mean, just feel free to just riff for a second. Oh, game, Simon. I mean... They're all about. All right, that, that'll, that'll do, I think. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is After Dark. It's by Suwami. It's from chipmusic.org where we get a lot of our brilliant chip music from. You should go there. (coughs) (laughs) Your cough... I know, it killed him. Your cough implies that you don't mean that. (laughs) You should go there. (laughs) You really should go there. You should go there because it might have killed Steve. I definitely mean it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you need some water? I'm going to go and get some water. Okay. 
Oh, good to lose a member of the team. Games, eh? <laughs> <laughs> They're all around. What were you doing uh, last weekend? Work. Were you? Yeah. Can you tell us about it? Nope. Why? Because it's work. Could you tell us about it? We don't talk about work Is it a secret? We don't talk about work or day. Do we not? No, we don't. Happy to answer any questions about my work. I'm Particularly good. today. I'm good, but thanks. <laughs> uh, we've got some guests in the studio, Simon. And it only feels right to bring them into the conversation. The trouble is the failure is quite far away from it's me. That's right, he's back. Didn't You're miss listening him. to Didn't One Life him. Left and Resonance 104.4 <laughs> FM. Professional video game broadcasting from beginning to end. My name is Steve Curran. And that's the end of that. Hi, how was that? Are you feeling better now? I'm feeling much better. I'm refreshed. had a glass of water. Can, we, can you refer to that website? Chipmusic.org, where we got those songs from. And... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, loads of the music we've played over the last 13 years on this video game radio show. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Gumi, I have to say, you say this is the first time that you've been on radio uh, overseas. Yeah, I you're, think so. You'll be pleased to know that they're not all like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome. So you're both from uh, 1939 Games. Yes. What yeah. happened in 1939? Well, it, it wasn't the most pleasant of years, I guess. Uh, but, yeah... It was the beginning of World War Two, so okay. that is the uh, reference because we are uh, making a World War Two card game. Right, that's quite a departure. So, did both of you work at CCP? Yeah, I'm actually one of the founders. Founder, and, apologies. Uh, so it was your idea, online gaming. Well, it wouldn't happen without. <laughs> I, I was more of the business guy doing the boring stuff, okay. keeping the guys with the big ideas, you know, connected to planet Earth. <laughs> and, and and I'm in that position again with my brother here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So 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 back then, obviously, so uh, CCP famous for Eve Online, yep. which was not, which was one of the first massively multiplayer online games was it yeah yeah it was uh, i mean ultima online was like the inspiration we decided to make a game for 100,000 people uh we thought it would last for a couple of years it ended up you know it's still in the air it we launched back in 2003 and probably over a couple of million have played it already so that was interesting that said you know that was quite a big journey uh when i left ccp after 17 years uh we had 670 people working wow and I really enjoy being. It's it's like going from an oil freighter to a speedboat. Okay. <laughs> we we are we are a small studio of eleven with of course a lot of uh, contractors and and people working uh, with us uh, on this game all over the world. Uh, but you know, decision making is like this. Yeah. We stand up every yeah. morning and we can ah, this is a good idea. Let's let's do it. Right. And that is so much freedom and it's so well, fantastic. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, when you have a small team. Everybody is handpicked, so it's it's just fantastic quality in the office. All our contractors and and coworkers, you know, that they're working with us are just fantastic. And it's yeah, just, we have just a really awesome team, guys. If yeah. you're listening. <laughs> and by the way, the game is a massively it, it, it's not a massively multiplayer game. No. It's a digital collectible card game called Cards. Okay. Cards. Cards.com. Okay. Check it out. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so set around the Second World War. Yeah. So, as you know, I mean, uh, collectible card games, uh, a lot of them, uh, in most of them, you are uh, playing around with magic and dragons and stuff yeah. like that. 
But uh, in our game, you're playing around with uh, Spitfires and Panzer Kampfwagens and uh, giving orders and all that stuff. Okay, so what? So, yeah, how, so um, what's the basic? So, so first of all, so has it launched yet uh, at Cards.com? We, we, we are in early access uh, okay. on Steam since uh, since April, but we are launching now in February on PC, and then later in the year, uh, in in May next year, uh, the mobile launch will take place. We actually have a, a studio here that's working with us uh, in Bristol, uh, making the mobile version okay. called Oric Games. Yeah, and uh, so that's really exciting. Oric uh, Digital. Yeah. Oric Digital, sorry, Oric Digital. Yeah. So tell us about the basic premise then. So for those that aren't familiar with collectible card games, uh, you basically you get a starter deck. Yeah. So basically, it's a pretty our game is pretty tra- traditional in the way it, it takes a lot from you know the big games like Magic and Hearthstone. So you collect cards, you build decks out of your cards, and then you compete against other players online. Uh, the objective is to destroy the headquarters of the enemy, which is basically uh, their hit points, uh, and you do this by attacking them with with military units. Uh, or giving orders and and uh, yeah, so that that's kind of the the gameplay. And you use can use all kinds of different tactics. And you can play as uh, any of the major powers of World War Two. You can play as Britain, of course, and uh, and U.S. and Japan and Germany, of course, and and uh, Soviet Union. There's one abstract thing though uh, with with the game that you can actually ally together two nations uh, right. so you can actually ally the US and Japan uh-huh. wow. or, or or Britain and, and, and Germany right uh, that's so that bold. is that, that, <laughs> that, that adds so much to the gameplay yeah. and, and, and strategy so that okay. is really but you were talking about esports you asked me about yeah. esports earlier so actually uh, what next week or, or the 7th of uh, 7th and 8th of uh, December the World Championship uh, will play out in Iceland. Oh, wow. So we're flying people. I mean, we had 930 people that started, uh, and uh, it has been quite a journey. And the top four will fly to Iceland, and they will, they will compete for the World Championship. We have one from the UK, two from Sweden, and one from China. Wow. So that will be pretty okay. interesting. Is it too late for Anne to be a wild card in the... Well, literally uh, a wild card <laughs> I'll come with one card <laughs> I'll play it once <laughs> so h- how do you go about uh, you know because there are several um, uh, collectible collectible card games around yeah. how do you go about designing a, a, a game from scratch so uh, basically like I said we, we, we the idea from start was to fuse the modern digital collectible card game with uh, traditional war gaming from you know, the strategy games and, and these uh, typical uh, board games and taking a lot of inspiration from those types of games. Uh, so that was kind of the, the what we wanted to achieve. Uh, so we really chose uh, our, you know, innovations. They're really hand-picked uh, or really carefully picked to to um, kind of hammer in the, the, the World War Two theme. So like in, in like in Magic the Gathering you play these you play your cards in these two separate lines and you attack each other. But we added the line in the middle of the board uh, and with that we created like really simple movement and range. So you can, you know, fly over with your aircraft or shoot uh, over the front line with your artilleries, blitz into the front line with your tanks. And so so we were trying to capture these really core war gaming okay. uh, concepts so that 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 middle line is that common to both players 
Yeah. Okay. So so they compete. But only one can uh, can control it. Yeah. Okay. And to be able to attack the the enemy HQ with your uh, ground units, you have to be in you the have to move front it. line. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, cool. Well, if if I can add to that, how, how the company started is is my brother had had been working with this uh, in his head for some time. He was still working at CCP, and he applied for a grant uh, in the in, uh, technology development fund in Iceland, and he got this grant. And he had this really good job at in CCP, so he called me. Ivar, I, I have a problem. And so I was like, okay, he has a problem. I need to help my brother. <laughs> so what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I received this like uh, you know seventy thousand dollar grant. And I, Whoa, <laughs> what the problem? <laughs> so um, then he said, yeah, I, I, I have this idea, but uh, of course it's 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 a long way from an idea to get the product out. And uh, so I, I I asked him to come to my office the day after and and you know show me the game or or, or give me his idea and and I really liked it. So we decided to to uh, found the company together. Crikey. So does the game have a physical component as well, a physical release? Not yet, but there's a lot of there's a lot of people that, that are asking about that. I'm uh, asking because uh, when you arrived, you gave us some cards, yeah. and I'm wondering what's inside those cards. Well, you, need, you, you need to open them up and find out. I can't out. open them because that'll lose the value of the cards. <laughs> As I understand it? it, that's how collectible cards work. Oh, I just opened it right up. Did you? What was inside? Some cards. <laughs> yeah, I know. Blew my mind. Uh, <laughs> Is there a is there a single uh, player component to it, uh, or are you, are you always playing online? No, you can play uh, you can play against uh, AI. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and and that is mainly used when you're practicing or trying out new decks, etc. And then you really want to play with somebody else. Right. And we have like a system. It's like a Elo system in in chess, if you know. Mm. So you're ranked against similar strength, uh, you know, opponents. Okay. But, I'm, but, but we're definitely planning to add uh, a bit more uh, single-player content, uh, like uh, historic campaigns and stuff like nice. that, down the line. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, the reason yeah. I was asking was that, um, obviously, PC and mobile makes sense if you're playing uh, real-time against others, but whether the uh, console version, specifically a Switch, because mm -hmm. uh, when Slay the Spire got on my Switch, uh, nothing else was getting a look in for months uh, it's a very enjoyable mm -hmm. I've, I've got the Lord of the Rings living card game which I've not opened yet mm -hmm. um, but but yeah be, and I, I understand that they have scenarios that you, you can play in single player as well yeah. uh, so okay so are, are we yeah, going we'll, we'll definitely go there but uh, it, it will also be really interesting when we go in the mobile because it will be a cross-platform game so you can play you know on your mobile with, you know with somebody that's on a PC somewhere else in the world um, I just have a, a question about so World War Two is obviously a historic event, mm -hmm. but uh, and some people behaved in really horrible ways. Mm -hmm. Do you, does the game have any kind of like moral slant to it, or do you treat it purely as a historic event? Purely as a historical yeah, event. Yeah, we we uh, really avoid all. There are no politics in the game or anything like that, and and all the sides. We try to balance the sides so they're equally strong. And uh, and, and yeah, I mean we. Of course, as you know, there's there's been uh, endless amounts of of games made uh, based on World War Two, and uh, so we're not really inventing the wheel there. No, but we, but we know it's a, it's a controversial subject, mm. and of course we we are try to be really careful. Uh, yeah, not offending people. Yeah. That's what we're all about. <laughs> That's what we try to be so uh, polite. <laughs> uh, how's how's it doing in, in early access? It's doing great. We have had over 120,000 people try out the game. Uh, we have uh, really positive uh, uh, ratings on Steam. 
in the last uh, 60 days uh, everything is above 94% so, so beyond your rating right yes. wow <laughs> if only you if only if only we went that uh, high up uh, <laughs> thank you very, uh, very much for coming in you're going to stick around aren't you for the rest of the show and obviously uh, so we can find it at cards.com or on steam cards.com with a K okay and then come into mobile yes. uh, early next year and switch yeah, well, the Switch, people are asking a lot about Switch, and I think Switch is actually a perfect uh, unit for this. Good. Well, well, what do you think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, I do think you want the physical or Switch? Oh. You know, Ooh, just between those pick two. One. That's a very good question, isn't it? Well, my Switch is always on me, and I'm, I'm very, I, you know, I'm not often able to play cards against other people, so if, Don't physically. Don't have any friends, definitely no. Switch, 100%. Good. <laughs> uh, right, should we do letters? Go on, then. Hello team and SSG, SSGs actually, Uh, I recently finished Death Stranding and while I'm currently conflicted on whether I think it's actually good, the one thing I had a fond admiration for was its approach to online multiplayer where structures and packages you leave in worlds can be used or picked up by other players. While you never interact with anyone directly, anything you leave in your game has a chance of appearing in someone else's and you can show your appreciation for anything that helps you by giving it likes, letting that person know that their generator or bridge helps you in your travels. Is there a particular game you can think of that has an unusual but positive approach to multiplayer, no matter whether players can directly interact with each other or not? And that's from Grey. Yeah, Demon Souls. <laughs> I did this first. <laughs> Uh, Journey, of course, of course, which fails to uh, enable the player in any way to do anything negative. I mean, even when... Right- oh, I was being negative yeah? when I was jumping up and down in a charming <laughs> fashion. <laughs> Don't worry about that, Steve. They, uh, I remember seeing, a, I think, a GDC talk on, on Journey uh, when they were explaining that early on they had physical presence in the world, the, the characters, and even then, with that minimal amount of ability to screw other people up people were just pushing each other off bridges um, so people are bad so just don't give the player any option other than to help I mean Fantasy Star Online is the classic one right so Sega Sega restricted they knew right Sega were like we can't let players type to each other because they'll be rude <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll just let them type in little pictures like like early emoji I guess and players were overlaying those emoji to produce the most obscene <laughs> things which they would spam at you as soon as you entered the lobby so. well, g- given the, the, the original restrictions of three letters into a high score table was to prevent people <laughs> from being rude do you think that what, like, do you think unleashing this was a good idea no <laughs> well video games yeah well, <laughs> letting people talk to each other uh, Chris Conroy writes dear team and SSG what's this Valve have only gone and blooming announced new Half-Life game the Mad lads turns out they've not even had a twitter account before now who knew but that's okay because the rest of us games twitter has been working on the project in secret and can now tell us all about it so the rest of games twitter it's all terribly exciting and as the owner of a dusty unused oculus rift i'm thrilled to have a good reason to get it hooked up again but is it the killer app for vr are people going to spend hundreds on headsets just to play a new half-life game well, probably. What were you most surprised about in the announcement? I don't know why I'm quite taken with the idea of Chris Remo working on the game's website as a side hustle. Sorry, I don't know why, but he's quite taken. Your uh, combine combating correspondent, Chris Conroy. What surprised me most? Um, I, I guess the whole thing was... I mean, it wasn't a surprise to anyone who listened to One Life Left last week, yeah. but I didn't. So it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a huge surprise to me. Um, 
I think it's a good move from Valve, and I think it's it's also it's kind of a nice. The Half-Life 3 thing has got to a point where they couldn't ever possibly release Half-Life 3 because of the expectation that it had built. This kind of diffuses that point, and it is the third Half-Life game, except for it's completely different to what anyone expected, and now they can kind of move on from that point. Have you been working on it, Steve? Uh, I can't talk about that on air. Uh, what about either of you guys? Have you been working on a new Half-Life game? Because it appears everybody else has been. No. no what no, would you no, do no, if no, you were no, working no. on the new Half-Life I, game? I mean, does playing Counter-Strike a lot count? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and it does. Actually, if you were working on it, you couldn't possibly talk about it on air, right? <laughs> As we all know. So, Our lips are sealed. <laughs> Dear team and SSG, writes Morg Adams, I was listening to One More Time by Daft Punk the other day and was struck by how much, how it could be used by Marioki. One life left, Simon, Ann and Stee would be the chorus. I don't live on in any of the points on the Mariachi Triangle, London, Sweden, San Francisco, so I'm not sure if you've done this already. Anyway, there's the song idea. I'd write more, but I think I'll take on the Kojima role on this one. <laughs> as, an, as an aside, when I was much younger and much more innocent, I lost money in a cruel scam by people purporting to make a new Wing Commander game, which remains unreleased. <laughs> Just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> anyway, love the show. Morg Adams. Excellent. Thanks, Morg. Thanks, Morg. Uh, hello team, hello SSG. Steve talked about how many hours he'd sunk into games. I've recently found myself sinking into watching videos of the legend of Bombo, the Binding of Isaac prequel. It's one notch down from playing a clicker game as I'm not even advancing myself. I'm watching someone else play a match three. What do you do that you don't even know why you do it? Pip Pip, Robert. It's the legend of Bombo match three game. Because I was put off by the... I'm, I'm not a big fan of the sort of binding of Isaac it's hard, aesthetic. Isn't it? It's hard, No, but just okay. the general sort of look and feel of right. that kind of Purell, uh, six-form scribble uh, nonsense. So I'd seen that, and then I went into the reviews, and it was getting very bad reviews. Was it? Legend of Bumbo? Yeah, well, that, very. It maybe was there's an indication of mostly negative when I looked at it. It is now mostly positive. So oh. something's changed. Oh. Uh, is it actually a match three game? Well, it says, uh, the Steam page says it's a puzzle-based deck-building roguelike. Aren't they all? Those are, those are words, aren't they? <laughs> you can say that about everything. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, sorry, what was the question? I completely uh, forgot. What do, you, uh, what do you keep doing that you don't want to keep doing? What do you do that you don't <laughs> even know why you do it? I mean, play Grindstone. Uh, I, no, I, I do everything. I, I uh, make a deliberate you, effort. You're yeah, very I do. good. I think so. You're very in control, yeah. aren't you? Exactly. In your emotions. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. Have you got anything to add to that? Anything you do? You do uh... Well, I, I sometimes play Rocket League with my ten-year-old son. I get beaten, and, and I really don't want to do that, but I do it anyways. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you have, oh, if you have any uh, letters you would like to send us. For next week's show, is it Christmas next week? Like, is it December? No. Oh, it is December it, it next is week. December yeah. next week. So it's it... the first of our series of Christmas shows. Oh yeah, the no twelve shows of Christmas. No, no, no. Le- <laughs> much fewer than twelve. Yeah, far fewer. Uh, so, if you have any letters you would like to send to us, you can do that by emailing team at onelifeleft.com. <laughs>
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Shirabon on the run. Uh, what was the yell we just had from the background? Well, uh, we don't normally talk about this, but every show we have a man in the corner, we don't do, we? we uh, do. Normally, just, just there. Just to watch over. Yeah. <laughs> just, just check everything's above board. Uh, today's man in the corner is Alex, uh, who shouted gods out earlier. He did. Which we were, reason, just thought it was just an exclamation. We told them not to drink. Exactly, before they, before they sit in the corner. But um, actually, what was it you should have shouted? Magic pockets. Magic, Magic pockets. pockets. We forgot about pockets. Magic pockets, which, as Alex uh, then went on to remind us, was on a Saturday morning kids show. It was one of those... It was. There was a version of it where yeah. you'd shout... Or, or you'd the push phone. the dial tone, or... I think, yeah, jump and right. shoot. I think that was, that was the only two commands you could yell and used auto-walk. I remember that, vaguely. Interesting. Do you think uh, Rebellion are bringing back they going are. live? <laughs> exactly. They'll be that's... buying it soon. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. They're just putting all the pieces together. They've acquired gold in the gopher. Uh, that'd, be pieces, right, so that'd be Just um, little bit by bit, they're putting this together and then yeah, they'll come the, out with um, a VR version next year. The Kingsleys have been working, all of it's been leading to this, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> little pieces of the puzzle. Um, Marioki referenced in the, in the letters section. Yep. Tickets for our Christmas party are on sale now. The one life left. Uh, Marioki Christmas party. It's on Friday the 13th of December. Unlucky for none. That's very <laughs> good. That's very good. It will be uh, like every year, uh, our Christmas party. We will have... Things. <laughs> uh, tell us about Father Christmas then. Uh, so first, Secret Santa has uh, had to decline due to prior commitments. Are we allowed to say who that is? Yeah, come on. Because if they are declining, and yeah. if they're in our bad books yep. anyway, yep. which they are... Yep. Well, I think it's it's a reasonable reason for not being able to do it. Is it, though? Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, then. So what we're saying is our next Santa will actually be our first-choice Santa yeah. because our second it's choice... It's who we secretly wanted all along. Our second-choice Santa can't make it. So our first choice... Are we How gonna... many knees did the first Santa have? Just the one? Not enough. No. Anyway, to explain, at our Christmas party, we have a games industry secret Santa. You can sit on his knee and you'll get a game. And not his that kind of game because her, it's a safe all space. Their knee. All of the also, knees. Also, don't sit on anyone's knees. Are you not uh, allowed to? No, we have declared this a safe space. There's no knee sitting anymore. You can just go and stand next to them. There was definitely <laughs> knee sitting last year. With Santa's permission. Yeah, I just think I just think while we still haven't had it confirmed, we shouldn't promise knee sitting. That's true. true. What if we have a small uh, table <laughs> above the knees nope. that you uh, nope. knee nope. coloured in like knees? HR is going to keep saying no. <laughs> okay, so a knee sitting. Well, are they allowed to give presents? Yep. <laughs> okay, good. Knee sitting unconfirmed at the Christmas party, but what is confirmed is our Christmas songs <coughs> will be unlocked. That is forty plus. Uh, 40 plus Christmas songs that only come out once a year it's quite a lot of songs just for once a year isn't it I know it's we didn't it's sing a speci- them. special occasion got a new one I just rewrote The Fountains of Wayne Alien for Christmas uh, and there'll be other new Christmas songs we'll also uh, have how does The Fountains of Wayne go? I, I literally don't know <laughs> and also how does it sound like a Christmas song can you sing it now Steve as an Do advert it. as a radio advert <laughs> I can't I've got a cough and we've also got 500 uh, of our normal list open we will also have christmas cocktails we haven't decided what's in the christmas cocktail this year but Drinks. we are going to try not to include meat and we try not to try not to try not to include meat Pesc- sorry pescatarian fish is an option okay probably try not a to include fish, fish sauce. yeah, yeah. Mm. it sounds quite icelandic to be honest <laughs> and uh, what's the 
uh, what's the other thing that we do at Christmas? Oh, Christmas carols, the Mariachi yeah. carol service, which is about, I would say, about 20% as drudgy as normal carol services, which is still pretty drudgy, mm. but we get through it. Anyway, tickets... Come early for the, for the Christmas carols. Tickets are on sale now at... Eventbrite.co.uk forward slash... I think it's xmasmariochi... 2019.eventbrite.co.uk but you can see on the Mariaki Twitter if you just go to Mariaki's Twitter or One Life Left's Twitter because it is the One Life Left Christmas party. All proceeds go to the wonderful Resonance 104.4 FM without whom we would not be here. There'd be no Mariaki so thank you very much for that. Do give generously. Alright, shall we do the reviews? Yes. Salmon. Eva, what have you been playing? Uh, apart from cards, I mean, I, I spent a lot of hours in cards, and, and that is the, well, maybe uh, pretty tricky Don't thing. Don't review it because you'll have to give it 7 out of yeah. 10. <laughs> 7 out of 10. FIFA <laughs> with my boy, 7 out of 10. Okay. Gumi. Uh, I've been playing a bit around with uh, a game called Minion Masters on Steam, which is kind of uh, a little bit like... Clash Royale for PC or something a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, I'll give it maybe seven out of ten or something like that. Seems <laughs> fair. Seems fair. Simon, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Thief of Thieves season one. Thief of Thieves. Yeah. Now, when a game always titles itself season or episode, mm. I feel a bit for them because many games do that on Steam, and many, many, many of those do not make it to episode two. Well, this uh, this uh, this has volumes in it, uh, and I've got to the second volume actually. Oh, really? Um, it's an episodic um, uh, sort of indie stealth game uh, from um, sc- uh, part of the Skybound series of comics. So Robert Kirkman, who did the Walk- Walking Dead. Uh, this is another one of his. Uh, I hadn't heard of it, of course. Um, but uh, it's a heist game. Um, absolutely banging intro, walking through an airport. Uh, just see the legs of the uh, of the main character to a rocking soundtrack. Uh, all, all really setting the scene brilliantly. Uh, I've not been particularly fond of the way that the Telltale scenes, uh, Telltale games handled uh, the... Um, uh, the Walking Dead and all, all those sort of uh, choose-your-own-adventure-effectively games that they did. So I uh, was pleased to see them take a different approach. And this is, uh, as I say, it's an indie heist game. Uh, draws on things like um, Ocean's Eleven. You feel very much part of a heist uh, group. Um, uh, so the main action is uh, 3D, but quite far back, which makes it a little awkward sometimes to work out exactly where you're going or who can see you. Um, but uh, very, very stylish. Um uh, individual elements are offset by uh, graphic novel style uh, scenes and um, yeah I'm, I'm mostly enjoying it it's got problems um, like I say uh, s- sometimes the AI of the guards is, is um, a little hit and miss and uh, one level I completed despite the fact that somebody was literally opposite me uh, and didn't call anybody else so I felt like I cheated it slightly but it's an intriguing story told very well um, yeah, uh, not the best example of stealth, but I think if you've got a hankering for it uh, and you want something along the lines very much of an indie-style hitman without the violence, I've not killed anybody in it yet, uh, then I'd say it's worth checking out. 7 out of 10. What is the best example of stealth? Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Okay. Yeah. All right. Any further questions? Uh, no. Okay. It. Okay. Scamps. Uh, so, um, I can't stop playing Peggle Blast. Still haven't spent any money. Uh, I think I'm about to finish another level. 7 out of 10. 
and also uh, I started playing uh, Spider-Man at the weekend. Ooh. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you get to swing around. Do you know what you get to do? Swing around. Yeah. Uh, all around the city. Did make me want to go back to New York. It's a very pretty looking game uh, where you play a Spider-Man and you swing around the city solving crimes. Are you a big Spider-Man fan? Nope. Is he uh, in your top 20 Marvel characters? I don't even know that I know 20. So and I've seen, I've seen the films. So he is. Is he in your top five? No. No? Who are uh, your top five? Uh, the ones... <laughs> like I like a bit of Thor. Yeah, bit. that's great. Oh, I love Captain. Yeah, him. Marvel. No, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, her. Her. Uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, don't, don't like the Arrow Man. Okay, so. <laughs> so like he's him. out of the top yeah. five. <laughs> uh, I like the um, Iron Man's great. Yeah. Except, sorry. oh, and I guess because of Iron Man, I do like Spider Man. Because they have a lovely relationship, yeah, don't they? Yeah, top yeah, five. Yeah, so top so. five. Yeah, so he's in... And then the fifth one... Fourth. No, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's included in your top five. Four, yeah, it's four. Thor, Captain Marvel, uh, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and... What's Dave. <laughs> the Wasp. Damo. Uh, how far have you got in it? And I imagine not very far. It looks quite long. It's really, really, really good. And by the end of it, I liked Spider-Man even more. Okay. So it'll be interesting to know how your top five evolves over the coming yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's very enjoyable. This is. I'm gonna keep probably be playing this up until and through Christmas. So expect more great reviews <laughs> like this. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Steve. Steve. So I've been avoiding saying anything because I've been playing nothing other than Noita and Grindstone. Uh, again, I can't break away from it. I did try to break away from it. I downloaded something that I thought looked either awful or brilliant called Air Marty. What was it that drew you to this particular well, it title? It looks like this. Oh, that. That. Yeah. Right? How would you describe that, Scants? A cartoon. A cartoon. Is it a well-drawn cartoon? I mean... It's better than I can draw. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was my feeling. Well, it's better than I can draw, but even if I could draw this well, I'm not sure I'd be doing anything professionally with it. <laughs> it looks uh, intentional. It does. Yeah, this is what I was not sure. I was like, is this bad or is this good in a way that the artist is so confident that they are being bad? And I wasn't sure, so I downloaded it. Anyway, it didn't really run on my PC okay. properly. It sort of broke a bit. It wouldn't go full screen. Then the mouse didn't work. None of the control options worked. But I did get a bit of the sense of what the game was by forcing it uh, through by somehow mashing keyboard. It seems to be a... Do you remember... Um, kind of like bishy bashy special very very small games yep. like it might go you've got to choose you're on an airline choose between fish and meat fish and meat and you pick one meat. and that sends you down a different avenue of the story fish. and there are 64 different endings that's I guess fly that's how it <laughs> I like games that are ugly and broken and I like games that I like, <laughs> like people too hi guys oh. and uh, I, I don't know I think there's something beautiful in that kind of imperfection in the same way as uh, even with this being broken and me not being able to get anything out, I'm going to go back to it because I'm still interested in it. I will never go back to that Star Wars game. Did you play it? 
Uh, not yet, no. I've been, uh, uh, when I've been at home, I've been playing The Witcher, obviously. Of course. I've been there. It's really good, Steve. Really good. So that's still going. I mean, if I mean, I can also talk, I like... Uh, so MRT gets a provisional 7 out of 10. I am going to go back to it and try and make it work. Uh, and I'm still playing Noita. I've managed to finally understand the wand system. I made a sniper rifle the other day uh, out of my wands and shot things. And it felt empowering and great. And then I died. A lot like life. 7 out of 10. Bosh. Good. Done it. Finished a bit early today. Yep. Mm. I've got about four or five minutes. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? Anything going on in your life? (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys up to for the rest of your trip? Uh, we're meeting some more media and uh, are, are there so any you meeting we'll tell you about yeah go on we're, we're, we're going uh, Alex can we run through the list and, we're, and we'll tell you whether it's worth going <laughs> yeah there's two of them in Bath yeah, two yeah, of them yeah, in Bath yeah. used and to then, be important and then, then, then we come to Bristol <laughs> to meet uh, our, our partners in uh, Oroch Digital so uh, we, we, have, we have quite a train journey tomorrow okay what are, what, um, what are train journeys like in Iceland uh, they're non-existent, so are they're, they? they're, okay. they're very short. Right. <laughs> so you've never been on a train before. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking forward to it. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I heard you had to even internet on the sometimes, train. Sometimes, yeah, so briefly. <laughs> briefly. I ask because sometimes when uh, people from, from overseas come, like, actually train journeys are unexpectedly, uh, when they're working, yeah. a very, very pleasant way to travel. It's it a very actually is. Yeah. Yes. I, I prefer trains, uh, you know, uh, above planes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. But we live in an island, so we need to, you know, we need to fly, unfortunately. Right. Um, So down to Bath, Bristol, and then that's it, is it? Then back to London and a few meetings here with uh, some partners and investors and stuff, yeah. Great. Will this be your first time in Bristol? No, uh, second time in Bristol. It's a nice place. Mm, Nice place. I saw quite some nice art uh, on the streets from Banksy. Mm. Oh, Banksy. Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. Of course, he's in in that band, isn't he? (laughs) No, no, no. Isn't that the speculation? Yeah. It is, isn't it? And and that band's from Bristol, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Do you know? What's the band? You know, the one that's like a a big... What's another word for attack? an M. Right. Uh, Anyway, I don't know. Is it him? I, I think. I mean, I don't know. No, it's not him. Alex. We, Alex oh, knows. To gods. <laughs> Do we have to keep it a secret? Why are we covering for Banksy? Yeah, I don't know. Just in case he's political. I don't know. <laughs> uh, right, we'll shut down the show. Uh, I found a bit of music to play us out. With. Okay. Um, Can I thank you very much for making us your first stop on your tour? I hope the rest of it's very successful. Thank you for the cards. Thank, thank you for the cards. Thank you. Really look forward to checking the game out as well. And best of luck when you launch into V1 and mobile. And we'll see you on the Switch. Excellent. Hopefully. Thank you. Thank Cheers. you. Goodbye, Thanks. guys. Bye. Oh, wait. I haven't said goodbye, like, to our listeners. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.